Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Chingo Bling. Have you noticed that we're back at war? Gas prices are up, inflation out the wazoo, the cost of goods. What the hell's going on? We try to make sense of it on this show. We try to bring that common sense. We try to cut through all the propaganda and the BS and give you the trill spill. But if I were to believe it, this is Red Pill Tamales and the show is blowing up. We're reaching more people thanks to listeners like you who put your shoulder to the wheel and contribute directly. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. You get multiple shows a week. You get access to the Discord and you get access to Rob G's uh, illustrious voice. That's right. Every week, four days a week. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday, 30 March, year of our Lord, 2022. Hey, this is the, the motherfucking. This is a groundbreaking show, ladies and gentlemen. What other Latino comedian slash rapper got a political. Uh, podcast, bro. The one and only. Riddle me this. It's your boy Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. What up, everybody? Burr, burr, burr. We're coming in feeling better this week. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, um, the other day, you know, I was feeling allergies. And Rob's like, I feel fine. I ain't allergic to shit. <laughs> and then the next day, Rob's like, damn, I don't feel so hot. And I'm like, we must be allergic to the same shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rob's telling everybody else, Chingo's contagious. <laughs> now my daughter's uh, got the little stuffy nose and the runny nose, and they're keeping up my wife up all night. Your yeah. wife said that. I didn't say that. She might as well go, I think Chingo's getting everybody sick. That's what she said. I'm like, how the fuck I'm contagious if I'm allergic? It's allergies, goddammit. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Uh, I am not suicidal. And that was not my laptop. Uh, it is Wednesday. Shit, yeah, it's Wednesday, y'all. Hump Day. Uh, Legalized Freedom Tour coming in hot. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been coming out to the shows. Raleigh, North Carolina. McAllen. What else have we done? We just did uh, motherfucking Naples and shit. Next stop, West Palm Beach, Florida. We'll be at the Improv April 3rd. Do not miss it. April 3rd, West Palm Beach Improv. After that, we're hitting the Pacific Northwest. Tacoma, Washington, April 7th. Nashville, Tennessee, April 14th. After that, we start hitting all our Texas dates, baby. You know what I'm talking about? Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, May 5th through the 7th. Arlington, Texas, May 12th through the 15th. New Braunfels, May 20th. Lubbock, May 22nd. Bryan College Station, two shows, May 28th. <clears throat> Excuse me. San Angelo, June 3rd. Uh, Odessa, Texas, June 4th. That's going to be at the Hector Theater. Not Hector with an H. Not Hector. Hector with an E. Hector. Hector with an E. Beautiful uh, Permian Basin. Uh, shout out to Nino America. Maybe he'll bring all the Southside Midland with him. Uh, Austin, Texas, June 9th. Albuquerque, New Mexico, June 15th. El Paso, June 16th through the 18th. But uh, get all your tickets and info, chingobling.com, because we also have Irvine, Cali, Ontario, Cali, Denver, Colorado, huh, Cali, Rado, <laughs> Oklahoma City, much love, I miss them so much, Chicago, haven't been there in years, Phoenix, Arizona, we are back, San Jose, Brea, Oxnard, Oxnard, San Antonio, Addison, <sighs> so many dates, legalized freedom, y'all know I had to name it that because, you know, last year was Freedom of Speech Tour, as you're seeing, they're, they're trying to chip away at everything, so if you're not paying attention... I don't know what to tell you. Uh, feedback is great. You know, we're starting to get like footage of everybody like, oh, my God, I needed that laugh. Like, yo, me and my wife laughed so hard. Or holy shit. You know, everybody was great beginning to end. So uh, definitely looking forward to West Palm in a few days. See you there. Yeah, I wish Juan would have gotten footage of us after we went to the San Antonio show last year. So I could be one of like, oh, my God, it was the yeah. best show of the year. I loved it. Say, it's who the, the fuck? Hey, isn't, isn't that right? Did he pay him to say that? Hey, well, that's right. <laughs> Yo, if you're not a, a premium member yet, join the TIA, the Tamale Intelligence Agency. You, what you do is you go to patreon.com forward slash redpilltamales, and we're discussing adding a third 
RPT. Yes, we are. Yeah, let them let them know about that because there's always breaking news. Bro. Yeah, there's so much going on in the week, and we get together as many times as we can, break out at as many hours as we can. But so we have Chingo chats, we have RPT, and when you sign up, you get you know the free ones on Wednesday for RPT, and then Monday or Thursday rather, you get Chingo chat. Mm-hmm. When you sign for the Patreon, you get a Friday premium episode of RPT and a Monday premium episode of Chingo chat. So what we're trying to do is. Give people more. Give the people what they want, like yeah. they say, right? Yeah, people fuck with that RPT. And they love the hot tamales. So we're thinking about replacing Monday's Shingo Chat with a third premium episode of RPT and just keep Thursdays as the, you might have a comedian on, might have a rapper, it might just be you chatting, talking about, you know, Will Smith getting slapped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's some of the goodies. That's not even mentioning the Discord and the community and all this yeah. stuff you get when you sign up. The Discord is great, especially when it comes to like survival times. Yeah, uh, We were talking about some potential potential sponsors yesterday uh mighty soul and i were going over a list of, of companies uh, you know who might be a good fit who are some products that we fuck with that we'd be proud to um you know align with and we're like you know what it makes a lot of sense when it comes to um survival type shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. just in terms of like hey who makes you know those rocket stoves you know what i mean like some camping type shit you mm-hmm. know what about some hunting fishing type gear um water purifiers some of that like uh, what do you call that? Like the prepper, prepper type food. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, what's the word? Like, because you call them prepper, man. Right away, the feds they they come and they already thinking. Are they, we thinking like military MRE kind of thing, like the meal yeah, replacement? Yeah, not, not disgusting, but you know what I'm saying. Just not not like not like in a can. Talking about like fresh vacuum sealed, yeah. but it'll last 25 years type <laughs> thing. It'll be there when you need it. Yeah, you catch my drift. Um, stuff like that. I don't even know how I went on that subject. I don't know, but that, that actually makes me want to ask you, would you be down to have like a vehicle that's, you know, the ones that are converted into like mini RVs, like they'll take a van, like a Sprinter van, they'll gut it and oh, yeah, like yeah. an off-road, what are they called, an overlander. And they put the little, the, the pipes in case you got to go underwater. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. They put a snorkel on there, but I mean, inside you'll have a running sink, you'll have a stove built into the fucking, you know, wheel well or whatever, mm-hmm. and you could camp on it or live at it if you needed to. Uh, man, when we were uh, driving back from... um hitting uh naples you could have used that <laughs> no yeah that too but we saw we saw they say rv sales are up yeah i guess all the families that you know got bread to travel normally they used to put all five four you know three four kids grandma and everybody on the plane now it's like hey brian uh byron's tax hike you know oh, dude saying? imagine having something like that going to mexico as a kid or something <clears throat> oh man like guess what bro check this out before we start the show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um I was thinking to myself, I was like, could this be a bit? But check this out. Let's just go into it. So basically, like, survival. You ever changing. remember? You ever remember going to Mexico, right? Oh yeah. Because see, we have, we have, we, you and I had the luxury of growing up in America with a different system. You know, you got the Constitution, you got a different type of economy, you got the dollar, the dollar reserve, reserve status. But then you go over to visit your family, just right over the, the wall, basically, and and it's a different system different level of corruption you know what i'm saying like sometimes the roads are paved sometimes they're not depending on what town you're from i chingo de tierra you know like where we were from it was all kind of potholes and shit you'd go visit by Muslim, and if it had rained or something you about to you're just maneuvering through these little fucked up streets right yep, yep. so anyway you'd see your cousins and it's like oh shit they're they're rocking the reeboks that we sent them from yet last year yep. or they're cleaning up the shoelaces on their little it's not even nikes but they 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 got the toothbrush to the shoe i mean they're taking care of their stuff because a lot of times when you're in that situation it's not just 
oh, the kids need new shoes. Go buy everybody new shoes. It's like, oh, let's take care of what we have because we have a lot of other. We're getting pinched everywhere yeah. else. And and you'd be in Mexico and you want to go like cruise with your cousins. Like, hey, vamos a la plaza de la vuelta. You know, let's go like riding around. It's like, no, no, no. Y'all not going to be wasting gas. <laughs> you know, Pemex ain't playing. No. But the 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 gist of what I'm trying to say is like, now we're the Mexicans. <laughs> Everybody listening right now, everybody in America, especially all the Latinos and Mexican-Americans that, that tune into the show, they're familiar with what I just described. Like, people had to do more with less. Right. You had to do more with less. You had to work with what you had. It wasn't always just, oh, the blender broke? Throw it away. Go go to Target, buy a new one. Uh, uh, curbside pickup. Now it's like, well, is it the motor of the blender? You know, is it just a, a small, is it a fuse? Like, leave it out. Let's open it up type of thing, right? And um, That's funny. Congratulations, man. America. You the Mexicans now. Uh, elections have consequences. <laughs> and, and guess what, bro? The media, the media, and we, we have such a fake media. The media is so corrupt. I know everything is biased. People are biased. Humans are biased. Fox News is biased. Everything's biased. Newsmax is biased. People like to use that. Like, oh, you cited Newsmax? Oh, they're so biased. It's like... I'm, I'm not talking about bias right now. I'm talking about straight up, in your grill, corruption, fake shit. So during the Trump era, there was a multitude of positive things, you could argue. There was some objective, positive things that they were doing, like... Um, you know, produ American production was going up, bringing home manufacturing, like trying to stabilize the dollar, trying to suppress inflation. You know, with a tight border, wages can go up for, for African-Americans and, and Hispanic-Americans and, you know, crime and just trying to fix and, and keep make America decent. Make, make America <laughs> start a, with that. a first world country again. Right. <clears throat> but the media. So you had good things happening, but the media was just like trying to create this like, it's a dumpster fire and he has his kids working for him. And it's an all, you know, this, he's a dictator. World War Three. He's going to piss off Putin and, and Kim Jong-un and ISIS and Wu-Ti-Wu. And meanwhile, it was like, didn't nobody want no smoke. Uh, Kim Jong-un ain't want no smoke. They went back and forth talking about who got a bigger missile. I got, right. a, I got a button too, bitch. What'd it do? You know what I'm saying? Moscow, he was like, he told Putin, if you take Ukraine, I will wipe Moscow off the motherfucking map. What did he tell ISIS? He sent, he sent ISIS a picture. He go, here go your village. Here go, this way you at right now. I will drop the biggest bomb on your motherfucking village. And the dude's like, you know where I'm at? You, you, know, you know where I live? It's like, yeah, bitch, fuck around. So what happened in Afghanistan? No American soldiers were touched wounded or killed in like 18 months he had it down to 2,000 troops he was negotiating how he was going to get up out of there meanwhile the media is just like oh my god there's a porn star and he said grab him by the pee and, and, and he had the porn star and there's probably a pee tape <clears throat> he's a russian asset and he's he's putin's puppet and and all the left and the libs and anybody like me that watched the view was believing it right now what do you have now you got Biden. He has his note cards up there. He's fumbling and bumbling around, telling the troops in Poland, saying like, oh, you'll see when you're in Ukraine. And they're like, bitch, we going to Ukraine? And then they have to walk everything back. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. And, and so you literally have a dumpster fire. They're printing trillion after trillion. It just so happens Ukraine is like the fourth or fifth or seventh. I think it's like fourth most corrupt country in the world. I think Russia's seventh. 
and we're having to print more trillions. We already got inflation. So you got inflation. You got this sanction debacle. You, you know what I'm saying? Russia about to start tra uh, selling gas using the ruble. They getting off the dollar. The petrodollar ain't finna be a thing no more. And meanwhile, the media is like, everything's hunky-dory. It's like, bitch, if Title 42 goes away, you about to see an onslaught. Like, you ain't never seen before. Right now, bro, like, if you heard that last episode I had sent you, mm -hmm. we got to get, like, Oscar El Blue, anybody that's dealing with the border, we have to start reaching out to some of these people. Like, anybody that's listening right now, if you know, if you know, like, a sheriff or somebody in Carrizo Springs, if you know a mayor in Uvalde, Texas, like, if you know somebody in Del Rio that's uh, trying to organize a meeting talking about how we going to deal with all the crime that's finna come. You know what I'm saying? If you know anybody in these border communities that have been forgotten, Biden is at the wrong border. Biden over there in Poland and shit eating pepperoni pizza like a pendejo. <clears throat> You're supposed to be at the U.S.-Mexico border. But the media is not covering it. So America has no idea how they're overwhelming the border patrol with like the innocent little the families and shit. They got to come over here and process them, and and it's our it's our linemen, it's our defensive line for yeah. the United States, the front lines, La Migra. They're over there trying to process these people. Meanwhile, the bad hombres, the motherfuckers with the carpet shoes and the fatigues, they already know. All we got to do is get about ten miles past these motherfuckers while they distracted. We finna pump in all the fentanyl, all the rapists, terrorists, people with fucked up criminal history. And when Trump hopped on TV and was like, they're emptying their prisons. They're, it's a dumping ground. Many, many people with their problems. All the people that Nicaragua don't want, El Salvador don't want, Haiti don't want. People, uh, Sure, a lot of people are good and they're just trying to escape. They might be economic refugees. They're trying to make more money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, obviously, we would have did, did the same shit. Uh, yeah. if, if you and I were growing up in, in Colombia and we're like, uh, communism is coming. It's <laughs> in the house. And this shit about to be like Venezuela any day now. And you hear the Biden admin saying, oh, we're about to get rid of Title 42 that Trump put in, in place. And that means not only do you have a front line that's been demonized and demoralized, La Migra. They over here talking about abolish ICE, the people that are in charge of getting these little uh, child porn people, child trafficking, uh, sex trafficking, terrorists, all them people. That's who ICE is in charge of in the inner corridor. They've been hamstringed. They, they took away all their like powers. They like fighting with one hand behind their back, basically, right? And meanwhile, the media is worried about Will Smith. Who needs a cold open that's produced when you have a 10-minute fucking monologue like that off the top of your dome? Sorry, dog. I know I did 10 minutes like that. <laughs> no, that was fantastic. Uh, I, I, we started talking about a joke. I want to get back to this because we have a lot of that queued up. It's, that exchange with Ducey and, and Biden is pretty fascinating. <clears throat> yeah, you saw his note cards? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, in the Discord, I had posted the video of Trump talking to Schumer and uh, Pelosi. Amy Schumer? No, that would have been a more interesting conversation, honestly, because Nancy uh, Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they're talking about the wall. Remember in all that, 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 that famous, oh, that clip. Yeah, 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 yeah famous the, speech. We got to see the behind the scenes Not now, speech, right? Yeah, right. The behind the scenes. And yeah. And she was like, I don't think we should be debating. Like, it's transparency, Nance. It's transparency. Yeah. Basically, Trump was saying, help, give me some money for the wall. And he can fund, we'll fund, uh, basically not shut down the government. Yeah, he said, he said, we won't do a government shutdown if you give me a little bit of bread to build this wall. And they're like, no, no, no. He's trying to shut down the government. He's like, he's like, Nancy, Chuck, 
Chill out. I just want to build a little bit more wall, my G. Give me a little bit of money. They're spending money on everything else. I, and I posted that in the group. I was watching myself. I was doing some research on all this stuff because this Title 42, I've been hearing about it, reading about it. And we had just had an- Inform with Anthony on like two days before I started really reading about it. And uh, so I posted on the Discord. And if you just hear that, the the back and forth, I mean, the the... The contrast of what's going on right now, in the White, or what we assume is going on in the White House, we really don't know. We don't see those kind of conversations between Biden and Nancy because Nancy's just kind of like tugging this guy along by the fucking arm. But um, it's really, it's kind of mind-bending because you'll hear them in that speech from 2016 or in that room or whatever, the conference, uh, where they're like, there's no proof that there's more safety with the wall. The wall doesn't yeah. give you more assurance or more anything. It's just like, wow, like this is re- they fought over this, you know, for yeah. years. Yeah, it's basically Trump saying, we need to worry about our house. We don't have a fence. We don't have cameras. Basically, like, think of the house metaphor. We, right. need, a, we need a new lock on that door. Who been leaving the back door open? Yeah. <clears throat> that window's fucked up. Like, we need to secure the perimeter. Meanwhile, Chuck and Nancy are like, uh, uh, we need to no, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. We need to keep the government running. We need more money for the government. We can't have a government shutdown. Uh, fuck your fence. Fuck that window. There's nothing wrong with the back door being open. Locks are racist. What the fuck we need cameras for? <laughs> Nancy and, and Schumer are like basically what they wanted is like just maybe a door with like you know back in the day you'd have like a the, toothpick the the hook where it's got the little like J hook yeah, that you'd put in the door. Yeah, and and Trump was like, we need a couple of deadbolts. You know, we need some real fucking security. Some here. guns. And and we've talked about it several times. It's not Mexico and Mexicans coming bringing all the problems. We're talking about, and he said it in that same uh, whatever exchange. Nancy, we caught eight terrorists, eight actual terrorists just the other day. (laughs) Hey, wait till one of these motherfuckers blow themselves up at a mall some goddamn way. Why are you fighting me on this? Yeah, bro, like, wait till one of these motherfuckers blows themselves up at a mall during Christmas time. We're going to be like, how did that happen? Where'd they come from, (laughs) bitch? You know where they came from. And not only that, check what I'm about to say, all right? Everybody that lives in Laredo... Uh, down in the border, all my border town people, they already know. The the mainstream people, everybody that's like not really paying attention and they're just so distracted by Zelensky and, and the Oscars or whatever the fuck. The cartels, they making more money moving people right now than it is, than it is dope, yeah. right? Not to mention we're having record high opiate deaths and fentanyl. They sprinkling fentanyl on everything. That shit comes from China. That's a whole nother subject. But just the cartel alone, their tentacles, they already set up shop over here. You know, I just finished telling y'all how they get people through. So a lot of their people are through. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, why wouldn't you want to expand your organization? Right. Put yourself in the shoes of the cartel. They over here now. Right up under your nose. The media is not covering that. They are in your neighborhood. They, bitch, you seen Ozark? They over here. You know how they talk about like buying the dip, investing the dip? The cartel sees the dip right now. Bro, they man. are all in. Bro, the cartel right now, they like, bro, they ain't got no defensive line. <laughs> they on the phone like this. Bro, you, you believe see, this? You see these goofy ass crackers on here arguing and shit, <laughs> arguing and shit over some goddamn Ukraine? Bro, are you seeing what I'm seeing? How much money you making? And then a lot of these little um, in-between, I'll just call them villages. A lot of these little in-between towns and stuff, I mean, they're seeing it firsthand. It's like you got, you got 600 Haitians in La Plaza. 
where you used to go get your shoes shine and buy some palomitas and maybe go catch a movie and shit. The new Fast and Furious in, in Espanol. Palomita. You know, you go get, you know what I mean? You're going to go hold hands with your girlfriend, your Mexico girlfriend, sit on the bench, and, and there's going to be some musicals playing music. Now you got 600 Haitians. Like, we ain't, we don't, we ain't nowhere near Haiti. They're over there, you know? And then these little villages and towns, some of them are like, bro, we ain't never made this much money before. And all they're doing is playing tour guide. You either like a tour guide or if you're a, if you're a, we got people coming from like over 100 countries, first of all. We got people coming from over 100 countries. So as they're making the voyage through Mexico, some of these locals, yeah. what they're doing is they're basically like, all right, bro, you don't have the you don't have the fast pass like Disney and shit. Like you don't have the wristband, you don't right. have the budget. You couldn't come up with 10 stacks in Venezuela, right? Cuz I mean, goddamn, bro, you can't even Venezuela's all fucked up with inflation. But like let's say you couldn't afford the $10,000 passage where we're going to send you through Tamaulipas and and they're going to escort you across. Instead, you only had 5 grand. So you got to come this way. You know what I mean? You got to go around Las Plazas, like where the uh, cartels and shit are at. So you're not having to pay all these little extra taxes. So it's just, you got people, it, it's not even like what, what Rob said. It's not even about Mexicans crossing. It's like, if you look, if you really look at the numbers, it's like percent, the percentages of people, Yemen, you know what I'm saying? Syria, <laughs> China, uh, you get people, Afghanistan, you have these people coming from all these other places. Bro, um, yesterday's, was yesterday Sunday? Yes. Dude. No, yesterday was Monday, sorry. Okay, okay, bro. Yesterday's sermon, Second Baptist, when Pops, uh, uh, Dr. Ed Young. That's what you call him? That's, Pops. yeah, Pops, dad. When Pops was up there, not, not the son. Ben, he cool, Ben, he, he could preach too. <laughs> but when Pops gets to preaching, my brother, <clears throat> Rob. This is like a clip. The hair on my, my shit. I'm not even a hairy person. <laughs> it's just standing up, bro. He did a sermon where he was talking about, like, he was basically saying, like, the gates of hell, right? He was saying there are places in our country where God is not honored, where Jesus is not allowed type of thing. He said the educational school system is a portal. He's like, this shit is the gates to hell. You know, hell, he... He's way more eloquent than I am, right? Uh -huh. So I'm paraphrasing. But he's like, the U.S. government, the White House, this is the gates to hell. Like saying like all their decision making, they're not factoring in any morality, any ethics. What are y'all's values? He's like, look at what they teaching these kids. Look at what, look at how Washington is fucking over the middle class. But it was amazing. Dude, yeah. My soul was kind of starting to, to break it down a little bit. Not to break it down, but mention it on, uh, on, <laughs> on Pink Pills. Get cool, son. The sermon from Sunday. Oh, she mentioned. She it? mentioned a little bit, yeah. Whoa. So I knew. I, I figured you would the go. Kind gates of, of hell. I figured you would kind of go into it a little bit more. Um, and again, you know, of the two of us, people quite know I'm not the most religious, but I do believe or do agree with people that say whether it's <clears throat> Bannon or Tripoli, whoever you, Doctor Ed Young, it is definitely good versus evil. That's just my personal opinion. This is just coming from somebody that's more on the agnostic side of it. Like, I leave every, every door open to possibilities at this point, mm -hmm. based off what we've seen just in the last 24 months. Like, mm -hmm. let's be real. And even before that, I know you didn't really pay attention to this kind of stuff, but 10 years ago, when I would hear Alex Jones talk about this stuff, I'm like, makes a lot of sense, man. If you just kind of keep your, like, if your antenna's even a little bit paying attention and on, you're kind of like, yeah, that's kind of, that's odd, right? From the, now we're talking about, like, Epstein and uh, what's the other guy? The Harvey, all these mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. 10, 15 years ago. 
I'm like, man, I don't know. And here we are. We're like, wow. Like if you weren't paying attention at all and that hits you out of the, you know, out of nowhere, out of left field, you'd be like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? For example, uh, let's just say, since we're on the subject, let's say 10 years ago, Will Smith had went on stage, slapped shit out Chris Rock. And then did an acceptance speech about God and loving others (laughs) or whatever, right? I would have been like, okay, it looks like they said one wife joke too many. You know, this is me 10 years ago, right? Oh, well, you did one wife joke too many. And, you know, he went up there. But now, now I'm like, okay, why he got his hand like this while he giving the speech? He had his hand in the the coat. Like um, somebody said it was a Mason uh, humiliation ritual. Really? I mean, I'm not quick to jump on like... I am. Keep going. When, when the Travis, <laughs> like when the Travis Scott shit went down, all the <clears throat> demonic stuff. <clears throat> yeah, when the Travis Scott shit went down, people went all in on TikTok. Like it, this is a you know satanic symbolism and it, it's a sacrifice and all this. And I'm like, well, he probably had a fucking weird creative director. They had like this Stranger Things portal type of vibe on the flyer. Or did he know they were dying? You know, like, yeah. like it'd be good to know when the first person died at Astroworld and who was alerted. Like, who's production, like, Live Nation, you know what I mean? The gr- local um, HPD, the fire department, whatever. Anyway, with this slap, it's kind of like, okay, well, maybe he's been going through some shit and people do, you know, break. But also, I'm like... But then again, nobody was caring about the Oscars. Now everybody's tweeting about the Oscars. And it's like, they sure did want Zelensky to zoom in. Like, they just sure did uh, Wanda Sykes and Amy Schumer went up there talking about gay, 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 gay. And it's like, okay, they have their points and agenda that they're trying to get across. They're trying to use Hollywood, these actors, and this event from this academy to mold the normies in middle America, even though they... They look down on the flyover states. They're just like, ha, 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 we're up here, elites. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they're trying to kick, pick on Florida, pick on DeSantis, um, false narratives out the wazoo. <clears throat> so now I'm looking at it like, okay, there's a lot to be gained from Will Smith slapping shit out Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, how it, did they get paid? Did Will get paid? Did Chris know what was happening? Because... How you going to let somebody walk up on your stage and you put your hands behind your back and you sticking your face out? Yeah, you're not Masvidal. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. Like, like, it's almost like, bro, you ain't had no defense. Like, you didn't even, like, put your hands up, take a step back. I'm not saying Chris Rock has to, like, fake the jab, uh, go for a double. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Full mount. He kind of moved, I guess, but, you know... <laughs> Yeah. He moved his face after he got hit. Um, I saw Benny Johnson, a couple of people kind of... So initially when I saw it, now that we're talking about it, since we're on the subject, did you think it was... I didn't think it was real at first. Yeah, it was very bizarre. And I, yeah. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, and then you kind of see the slow-mo and, and the up-close, and you're like, okay, it definitely looks more believable. You see his reaction after it, all right? He's obviously a good actor, but it looked pretty genuine. And then you see an even closer slow-mo version of it up, and you do see you know, Chris's head kind of go up, and he's kind of grimacing like he's expecting the hit. I don't know. It's fucking bizarre. And then it's like, if it is somehow um, phony, right? If it is somehow... Stage. Yeah, stage. Yeah, if it's somehow stage, what's the agenda? Like, are you trying to make it... Are you trying to make it to where comedians have to be careful what they say? Is it like some jokes are off limits now? Is it like, oh, now there's no... Like, now there's no... What's the word? Uh, uh, um, 
there's no barrier you know what i'm saying like now there's no security like like do we need to watch what we say like what what are you trying to do with this like anybody can get it comedians <laughs> like seriously yeah you're absolutely it, it's right. almost like by the oscars and the media allowing this to happen putting this on display is it kind of like you're allowed to touch a comedian if they if they roast you like what are you trying to usher in We've been talking about this for a long time. I mean, just go back to uh, Ricky Gervais's, you know, roasting. Because I ain't Chris Rock. That's the point we're trying to say. Go exactly. Ahead. Go Baby Glock. Baby Glock is not Chris Rock. I'll give you two, exactly what you just described. I'm going to give you two points of views from a lefty and I don't know what Tim Allen is, but I'm going to read Tim Allen's tweet. Oh, yeah, no, tweet he conservative. Tim yeah, Allen conservative. for sure, for sure. But I, I don't want to say that, but he might be. And then you have Sophia Bush. You know Sophia Bush is, the actress? Charlie. Okay. All right. So anyway, she tweeted out, uh, violence isn't okay. Assault is never the answer. Also, this is the second time that Chris has made fun of Jada and, at the Oscars. Uh, and tonight he went after her alopecia. Uh, uh, punching down at someone's autoimmune disease is wrong. Uh, doing it on purpose is cruel. They, they both need a breather. That was her first tweet. And then the follow-up was, for people asking if her alopecia is public, she made it uh, public in 2018. She's been open about it since uh, the Smiths slash Rock had a long overlapping circle. I don't know what that means. So that was that's the lefty's take on it. It's wrong. You shouldn't make a joke about it. It's punching he, down. He knew it was alopecia. And it's like uh, other people, and I'm going to let you read Tim Allen's, but other people are looking at it like uh, Will Smith is a cuck. Uh, He's getting roasted. She, she been... Bro, she been having boyfriends. She probably got a boyfriend right now. And you're just up there being a cuck. And now she gave you that look like Pac would have defended me. And now you got to go up there and slap somebody and lose your cool and be out of character and shit. And walk off the stage like, like an eighth grader when somebody did one mama joke too many. You know, when somebody 100%. roasting the mamas, it's like, all right, all right, déjalo, wey. he's getting mad. Hey, <laughs> Will's, get, ah, yeah. Will's getting mad. Déjalo, déjalo. Va a llorar. Ah, quiere llorar, quiere llorar, Will. Mira, he, oh, oh, come on, Will. We can't talk about your mama. <laughs> Don't talk about my mama like that. Shout out Netflix. Why, why he ain't slapped August Alcina? Where is August Alcina in all of this? Now that's the main question here. So Tim Allen tweeted, <clears throat> It's not okay to come up on stage and hit a dude because you don't like his humor. It's not okay at a comedy club, at a concert hall, yeah, or nah. hosting some cheeseball award show. Mm -hmm. Chris Rock is a stand-up comedian and I stand, I stand, stand, and a stand-up guy who, who uh, carried on. He did add on, though. I probably would have, I think I would have ran, just to be funny. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's absolutely right. It is a cheeseball award show, and nowhere does that... I mean, you're going to run up on stage because you don't like somebody's performance of a song, or what he, the fuck? He, he, check it out, bro. He knew he could do that <clears throat> shit to Chris Rock. And then dance and party afterwards in that video. Throw we thought and shit. <laughs> Playing his hit from 1996. Man, bro, if it was Joe Rogan or The Rock, because I done seen them memes, too, because my mind instantly went to oh, that. Oh, good too. one, like, Rock. <laughs> he'd have been like J jada he said he wasn't talking about you he said jada kiss he wasn't talking about you you know what i mean he'd have flipped the script bro so i mean it's kind of a letdown bro like as a will smith fan somebody who always looks you know always looked up to this dude like bro this dude was was in the in the music scene and he owed all his money in taxes and then they made uh uh, they made this sitcom for him. It was uh, Quincy Jones and um, a, a guy named Benny. Benny Medina, I think, was his manager at the time. And they pitched this fucking sitcom about a kid from, you know, West Philadelphia yeah. or whatever. And it was like, bro, from then, it was always inspiring to, to, to think about somebody who was known from one avenue who could flip the script and excel, like, at the highest level in acting and everything else. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden... 
bro, you letting this girl, I mean, I get it, that's your wife, but man, come on now. <laughs> Y'all been having this open relationship and you want some cuck shit. You up there crying. <laughs> ah, ha, ha, ha. Look at this meme. <laughs> Will Smith's face when he comes home from a long day of assaulting people and Jada's fucking another rapper. <laughs> Jada is fucking another rapper his son's age. <laughs> okay, that's great. The memes, the memes bro. Oh, my God. It, it was just bizarre. And then, let's not, let's not forget that sean penn all right oh god sean penn let, let me remind y'all everybody this guy everybody watching right now let me remind y'all if you're not subscribed to the youtube cbtv do so now because you know y'all neglected my youtube channel but everybody watching and listening right now <clears throat> let's not forget that when sean penn went to visit el chapo and he's like, hey, I'm going to do a story on Rolling Stone. I got Kate Del Castillo with me. That's when Chapo got caught and got apprehended. That's when he got caught one of the times, right? Because all the other times he was able to get out of the jail. He was able to relocate in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, tunnels and scooters and underground <laughs> railroads and shit. Yeah. But, but Sean Penn, this is the same dude that was coincidentally doing a, a, a documentary about war in ukraine right when the war in ukraine popped off like bro is you which or who are you cia yeah what are you what type of op are you which operative are you like sean penn red flag he, he was like i'm gonna melt did you hear him i'm I, gonna i'm gonna smelt my oscars oh yeah if y'all don't let <clears throat> Zelensky do his war propaganda and ask the american people to send more trillions of dollars over there over some fucking um Whatever they got going on, their little beef, their fucking little regional turf war over there to see how we going to launder some money. And this motherfucker was crying, talking about, y'all better let motherfucking Zelensky zoom in with, so they can get their narrative off and they could pop off their propaganda. Yeah, uh, it was like right when this all started kicking off, like a couple days later, you see him like, you know, I guess do a, a video or a post from there. He's like, we left our car an hour back. We've been on foot, you know, kind of thing. Like, what? Champagne. Who are you virtue signaling to? Champagne. Bro, it's crazy. Sean Penn, come on, man. That they the veil is is tearing apart. Sean Penn, <laughs> we're sitting behind. Hey, that's gonna have to be slang, like you in the club and shit, and some dude is like <laughs> trying to set you up, like, hey man, come on, man, we can come do this feature after, you know what I'm saying? We got the money right now, and it's like mm, this motherfucker, Sean Penn. <laughs> I smell Sean Penn over here. You see the Juicy Smoulet memes, like, Will hit me too. Yeah, and then I saw one with Juicy Smoulet slapping Juicy Smoulet. <laughs> I didn't see that. <sighs> Fucking clown-ass world. So your boy Steven Crowder released a new Change My Mind. Bruh. Where he's like, biological males should not compete in women's sports. Yep. And the responses, the reaction, the meltdown left, the, in- the intolerant left that can never have a debate, they get so caught up in their rhetoric of you know what they're pushing at the time yeah and, oh speaking of this while you pull that up dude you marisol has talked to you about those soft uh white underbelly yes okay she was like bro i've yet to watch one honest, okay to be honest okay if you were to watch one there's one because she she came uh i was in the living room she's like bro She's like, we finna watch TV. She's like, pull up soft white under. I was like, man, I'd rather watch South Park. You know what I mean? Let me watch South Park. Let me just fucking relax. And she's like, pull it up. Bro, it's this dude, right? Who Oh, is it the ex-trans person? Yes. I, you... I haven't I've seen it. I, I saw the the thumbnail. Bro, okay. I'll just give you the one minute rundown since we're on the subject of Steven Crowder okay. and the trans and all that. So me dio cosita wey con este vato. Like it was this this poor dude um who had just 
retransitioned back into man. So he just got a haircut, basically, and he's still very feminine. But now he's like, he, now he's able to say like, "Oh, I'm just a gay man." Like he's not on some like, "I'm a woman and trapped in a man's body." So when he was, um, how old was he when he started to go get like, um, he tr- he wanted to get some kind of therapy or counseling, right? Okay. His dad was like a Vietnam dude, and he just had like all this turmoil. He went to sit with this therapist lady, and instead of her actually talking through and saying, hey, man, let's just take a year to kind of just see where you're at, and let's just take our time, she was like, oh, no, like, meeting too. Oh, this means you're a, dude, you need to go trans. Dude, you're a woman. And boom, started to brainwash him into like, oh, that's what you're into, then you need to be doing this. Brainwashing him to right away getting on the hormones, and he started explaining. He sounded like kind of conservative, because he's like, bro, he's like, in Southern California right now, you can literally walk into a place and express a few feelings, and one of these trans activists, social workers acting as a therapist, he's like, that's basically what I had. He said, I didn't have no real clinical psychologist, none like that. He said, this was a trans activist with the shaved hair that was all in uh hell bent on getting signing up as many is like covid like signing up like they get a bonus or something for give him the hormones Mm -hmm. so basically he's like you could walk into any place he's like there's so many places right now in southern california where you literally can walk in express a couple things next thing you know you're on testosterone blockers estrogen buildup uh they're giving you all kind of stuff they want to see if you want to get the banana split um he 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 said he said they cater to you he said bro all in southern cali he says i could be all up in women's spaces he said i never wanted to be creepy about it like i was never just all up in their grill but he he pretty much was saying like i could do women's restrooms he's like i was he's he basically went all in on the trans grew his hair out uh did a different little voice had a different name legally changed his name from brian to brianna all this kind of stuff and then eventually he was like what the fuck am i doing this ain't even me he's like i'm not even into this he's he was like you know i like dudes but i'm not a girl type of thing you know what i mean and he had to get out of that snap out of that and it's just so eye-opening about the system and the apparatus that is set in place. And it makes you wonder why, you know, you don't want to get all conspiracy theory like, well, that's because the God that they worship is like this fucking androgynous, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. thing or whatever. And it's like, is it the transhumanism? Like, is it this uh, postmodernism where everything is subjective? And he literally said, he's like, when it comes to this subject, he said, we should really be way more objective about stuff, like science-wise, instead of so postmodern subjective. But anyway. Well, I don't know if you and I have talked, I, I think we've talked about it in the past, but I kind of brought it up to Soul when she mentioned something about that yesterday, where if you look back in history, like signs of a collapsing empire have always been when the males start to play with gender and transition and, and kind of lose association with whatever you know reality is, I guess I would say. I mean, that's just my words, not yours, even though I yeah. think you'd agree. But yeah, that's just interesting to look at. Like we're seeing so much chaos go on, and now on top of it, this has been there's been more of a spotlight on this tiny, uh, you know, one percent, one percent, this corner of the world or the corner of the country, for weird reasons. You know, there's a lot of weird reasons. Like even the not only the oppression Olympics, intersectionality. Um, like why is it that the left? is always the side that wants to like not only champion but use this group right to fucking 
you're fucking transphobic. <clears throat> Therefore, all restrooms got to be neutral gender and so on. It's weird because they always come at it from a fat, from a from a side of like, I feel this or I feel that. Right? Like one of the great one of the great ways to dif- differentiate how somebody's perspective is about most things is that when you tell them like, here's this evidence of X Y Z. Right? That let's say it said to you, your rebuttal to me would be like. I, I hear you, but I feel like, and then you're like, oh, okay, you're not rooted in any kind of fact, not rooted in any kind of actual, tangible, measurable anything. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. feel like, oh, okay, so if I can tug at your heartstrings, I can probably get you to do anything. So I get to, so if I tell you two plus two is five, so if I tell the first graders and second graders and third graders, two plus two is five, and well, how do you feel two plus two equals? It's like, your kid is going to be screwed. I'm going to make sure, listen to me, y'all. My y'all, kid's in GT classes, bitches. Yeah, but check this out. Everybody watching right now on CBTV on YouTube. My kid is going to know two plus two is four, motherfucker. (laughs) And she's going to know that in 1984, that's how the state operated. You know, Big Brother and the apparatus like wants you to be like, I know you see inflation. I know you see bare shelves, but (laughs) we're telling you. This is history. We're, we're like Biden. We've done so many good things, and I'm sick and tired of the American people blaming printing too much money on inflation. I'm sick and tired of people not seeing all the good things we're doing. It's like, bro, you're so out of touch. Uh, Latino Hollywood, your favorite Latino comedians, uh, you know, uh, Evelyn Gore. Like we we go on. We can go on and on about them every episode. But like, they're so out of touch. They're so out of touch. Like, you need to come down here, put two feet on the motherfucking ground, and it's unfortunate that you're that famous, <laughs> that you're in your little fucking wherever, you, the 10th floor of whatever office building, and you're looking down at everybody, and you're too busy flying private, and you don't even gas your own car. You, you don't even have the same life experience as the people you want to buy your tickets and keep support think about all the women and females that support eva longoria and i guarantee you she can't define what a woman is in public because she's beholden i'd hate to call these people radicals but they know where their money comes from would you i wouldn't i mean you wouldn't call them radicals. i wouldn't hate calling them radicals. oh okay well some people would look at Eva Longoria's uh, Instagram feed and be like, bro, there's nothing radical about it. It's just her <laughs> like looking pretty and hanging out in a bikini poolside and maybe sometimes with her kid or she's off to another venture or she's on set. There's nothing radical about that. <clears throat> I was like, however, I'd argue that they know what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they know just keep posting the bikini, keep posting at your poolside doing Pilates and do not get involved in this shit and do not define what a woman is. In public. With this being said, um, I was trying to pull up Disney's statement on uh, DeSantis, or uh-huh. I should say DeSavage, passing that yeah. parental rights bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't find it off the top of my, my phone here. Uh, let's see. Maybe this is it. Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say... This is him. This is the CEO of... Um, Disney. Yeah, this is the... Uh, <coughs> or, yeah, CEO Bob Chappick. Uh, is also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should never have been passed and should have uh, never been signed into law. <clears throat> Reads a statement from Walt Disney posted the message to their corporate Twitter feed. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislator, legislature, Jesus, or struck down in the courts and remain committed to supporting the, na- uh, the national and state organizations working to achieve that. So, with that being said, man, like, I hate to be the kind of person that's like, cancel your Disney subscription, don't watch, you know, uh, Encanto or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. But as a parent who's paying for this shit, you're like, okay, I know my kids love it, but you really got to be vigilant of what they're watching. Like, Encanto was fine for all, most things considered. Me estoy mirando. Okay, okay go ahead. Press pause. 
<clears throat> so Encanto. That you're not you're not trying to be the parent to like boycott Encanto. Absolutely. But also, how are you going to be able to sit? Do you think you'll be able to sit through your whole Rogan uh, interview whenever you get on Rogan all three hours? Without no, I'm going to just make sure I empty the bladder. Before. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. No, but yeah, like, you know, you don't want to you don't want to just tell kids we don't have Disney anymore. We don't have all these things anymore. But whatever's on there, because they also said like they're spearheading this uh, effort to make more of this type of content for your kids. Yeah. Which doesn't. For face value, it has no value for the kids. Yeah. Face value. Bro, I'm old enough to remember when Disney was about the lion and the mermaid and the, and the fucking little toys that came alive. And it was just storytelling. At what point has, I mean, maybe it's when they teamed up with China. Maybe when they started hiring a lot of like weird pervy people. I mean, anybody who's not seeing this, let me break it down to you like this. At the end of the day... <clears throat> Disney is a big company, just like Apple. You know what I'm saying? They're not necessarily a tech company, but they're a really big company that is now like kind of transnational. You know, they they have a lot of interest in China, um, just like the NBA, <laughs> just like Hollywood and a yeah. lot of these other major blockbuster film makers and stuff. But at this point, it is so in your grill that not only are they going out of their way, to protest a, a law that's <clears throat> that basically has been framed as don't say gay. Yeah. So now they're making billboards that say gay on them. You know what I'm saying? Versus so, why don't y'all talk about what it really is, which is anti-grooming. And you know the word grooming got removed from Reddit? No. You can't put grooming on there because I guess in some of these debates, it was a very effective word. Like the people that are like, this DeSantis Florida bill is hurting you know, kids' ability and teachers to, they need to be heard and they need to have a, a safe space. It's like, bitch, they're in kindergarten, ho. So basically, bro, this phenomenon, we cannot glance over this phenomenon of there are real deal grooming teachers. Like there oh, are yeah. teachers who are really trans activists or they're whatever kind of they're they're activists and why is it we don't know why why is it that so many activists go into that profession are they trying to be around kids because they don't have kids that's remember we don't yeah. have kids we have yours yeah but i mean i i've heard that i've heard that said before and it's almost like think some, of it. something like we got to ask these motherfuckers like hey uh, because i feel like a certain percentage mm-hmm. of it can be that which is like hmm uh, I studied social these social theoretical sciences like that kid Brian in that in the soft underwhite belly. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, he's like, I should have probably did something more practical like finance or something instead of these, you know, oh, you know, the, theoretical. Yeah, it's you know, it's a liberal arts theoretical. We're gonna learn about Shakespeare and we're gonna talk about. Que- he said queer theory. He said they were pushing this queer theory. So let me just say this, and, and I'm gonna hand it back over to you. I've heard the argument that. Well, the reason you get these groomer-like teachers that are like, I came out to my students today, like libs of TikTok, yeah. and all these teachers have these TikToks where they're like, I was misgendered today, and why is it that these parents want to be domestic terrorists coming up here asking why are we teaching the kids about whatever, whatever? And the argument is, well, it's because they don't have kids of their own, and that's their psyche. Their psyche is they want your kids. It's like this communal thing where they've sacrificed that but now they get to say like um john copel said it or i think it came up in the conversation with you and him where it was like teachers saying um 
you know, oh, we're my kids. You know, my kids. No, 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 bitch. They're your students. So I don't know. I just feel like. I just feel like there's a larger thing at play and it's not necessarily like, oh, I don't have kids. That's why I want to be grooming yours. I just feel like they've already, these people have already been brainwashed in college and now they're like, well, I guess I'm going to be a teacher and they already have those values. So now this educational system, which we thought was about math, reading and writing, has become queer theory, critical race theory, uh, gay parades in the school in Austin. Like to everybody listening right now, if you're a parent and you have your kids in public school or whatever type of schooling that your kids are having, you got Disney on one side trying to infiltrate. You send them off. You, you don't know what kind of weird teacher, what they got going. Like, don't tell your parents, but here, you know, Timmy goes by Susie or, or whatever. But that's what I wanted to bring up, actually. I don't remember where it was. I was trying to look for it. I don't know if it was Florida or another state where, and I don't remember the age of the kid, super young, was able to have conversations with their teachers and even their counselors to call them by something else and to address them by something else without the mother knowing. And then when the mother tried to get like a conference going between everybody they were like no your your child has to say that you can come in and have this conversation with us like what the fuck are you talking about was that california i don't remember man i, I was trying to find it but this it's not the first story it's just the most recent story that i've heard so the point of it is is well, if we look at this uh, parental rights bill versus the alternative of you give the school all the say and the social work a social worker also that this parent had never met or even heard of was having these conversations with their kid it's like whoa 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 bro yeah, because what they're doing, bro, is under the guise of social emotional learning. When I was daddy watchdog at Mickey School, when she was like in, this is a long time ago. She might have been in first or second grade, right? When mm-hmm. I went to volunteer. And uh, now she's, shit, she about to go into high school. Yeah, right? so crazy. This years ago. <clears throat> <clears throat> Patreon.com forward slash. Yeah, it's been a rough week, everybody. Uh, health insurance, y'all. Uh, Rob and I, we are like Bernie Sanders, once again, asking you for money. <laughs> We're about to get into the sponsor ad right now, but Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill So, under the guise of social emotional learning, I recall when I was a volunteer in my child's school, uh, just like one day I went daddy watchdog. I used to have a joke about it too. But um, basically, one little kid was crying. And I, I was like, what's wrong? You know, he's like, oh, my sister ate my snacks. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I'm like, damn, this kid's hungry. And I, I told my daughter, I was like, you never even finish all your snacks. Give him some. She's like, we're not allowed to share. Right. And then the teacher's like, no, 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 allergies. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, I forgot about peanuts and stuff. And, and anyway, long story short, at one point she had to call, like, I guess there were some people on site. I don't know if it was a social worker, but basically they do this thing now where it's like social emotional learning type thing. And that is all part of like the, the state and the teacher, the school, no, no transparency. Like they're able to, uh, you know, hide critical theory under like, well, it's about inclusion and diversity and equity and all this like commie fucking language and this weird rhetoric and it's like bitch your kids can't even barely read they can barely multiply do fucking fractions and y'all too busy worried about asexual and check your privilege and it's some maoist shit you got these kids doing struggle sessions and to all the parents listening right now como me amo pedroing like you may not see it now you may not see it in six months. You may not see it until my three more grades. You may not see it until your kids are graduating. You're going to remember what we're telling you on this show. Our educational system 
is flawed. It's been corrupted. And this rhetoric that's permeating every section of society. I mean, whatever happened to Disney being about the lion and some princesses and a castle and a, and a, a chick falling asleep and like the glass slipper <laughs> by midnight. What happened to that? Now it's like, oh, no, we need to make a concerted effort to tell stories about what? <laughs> Dude, I just sent you a DM on Instagram. Please open it. I want you to play it and watch it with the audience. They won't really see it, but they'll be able to hear it if you just hold it up to uh, the microphone. Mm-hmm. I believe this is a show. It's 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 Prime Videos. I see the little uh, the little tag there uh, at you, name. Did you just did you just send it? I just oh, okay okay. Yeah. Share the reel. All right, all right. You want me to play? Yeah, it now? play this yeah. and Listen to it. No es la identidad de género que os asignaron al nacer. Es cada uno quien tiene que elegir qué quiere ser. Queremos ser mujeres. ¿Sí? ¿Ya lo tenéis claro? Pues nada, chicas, enhorabuena. Habéis iniciado vuestro tránsito de género. Gracias. ¿Y tengo que ponerme nombre de chica? No, no hace falta. Ni tampoco que cambiéis vuestra forma de vestir. ¿Vosotras os sentís mujeres? Pues ya sois mujeres. ¿Y me tendré que casar con un hombre? No, necesariamente. Tú puedes ser mujer y ser heterosexual y estar con un hombre. O puedes ser mujer y ser homosexual y estar con otra mujer. Puedes ser bisexual, puedes ser género fluido y estar con quien más os apetezca. <laughs> Mañana seguimos con la clase. What the okay, fuck? so this is um, Prime Videos. Uh, this was... Another account posted that screen share. So this actress, I recognize her. She's a Spanish actress from Spain or some shit. Mm. Um... A ver, ¿qué dice aquí? It's hard to read because it's like a repost. Yeah. <clears throat> Where they did the screen grab from. But if we, if you guys could research it, uh, maybe next episode we'll have more info as to like, is this an Amazon Prime thing? What production company? Who's it in looks it? like it. Like how it obviously has a budget, but this is very, uh, this is good that you you found that it's timely because um, you know, on top of everything else. That we're that we're discussing on this um, on this uh, podcast. I mean, we're just now about to get into the street Steven Crowder thing, and it, it it would behoove you to start to familiarize yourself with Marxism, uh, Herbert Marcuse, uh, Derek Bell at Harvard and critical race theory, uh, queer theory, just like all these things, like. Like we're bringing up good questions. We're we're concerned parents and taxpayers and citizens yeah. and and you know we got kids and shit and we're just asking simple questions like why is the media so hell bent on framing the Florida law which is anti grooming, which is like parents have some transparency, parents have some say. It's about parental rights, student rights, but it's being framed as don't say gay. And you're being hateful towards gay people and these these kids need to save space and they need to feel comfortable. And it's like, hold on, dog. It's not about that. It's about like my point is familiarize yourself with the way things are in your state, the way your kids might be targeted. Like why? Ask yourself, why is Disney so hell bent and, and you know, going all out? Like, we're going to have more employees figuring out more stories and narratives and more content. And it's like, all of a sudden, everybody, all of a sudden, all the kids supposed to be confused. Like, the, the, um, the clip we just played, you know, the actress looks like she's playing the role of a teacher or something. But 
this could be happening. Like this subjective postmodern, like you're either on the side of, <clears throat> well, you may be having gender dysmorphia and, or dysphoria, whatever. And, um, you know, this is how biology works. This is how science works. And sure, there's different sexual preferences. And you know what I mean? We could talk about all that, Timmy, when you're of age. But the left, like all the raza that, that still wants to be leftist, right? Pobrecito, the Democratic Party, they done got hijacked by radicals, you know, right? Um, Kentaji Brown, she it, it looks up to Derek Bell from Harvard. So did Obama. Um, you know, the, the, the Supreme Court nominee can't define what a woman is. Uh, she's going soft, soft uh, penalties. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to this shit, but this should be very alarming. This Supreme Court lady is giving super light sentences for child porn criminals. And she's just like, well, you know, da, 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 well, slap, uh, he don't need to have computer supervision. And well, you know, déjalo pobrecito. He's a victim too or whatever, right? And and now everybody on social media is like, yes, queen. This is what, uh, you know, them Republicans are threatened by this qualified sister. You know what I mean? Yes, this is what, this is what, calm and collected looks like clap 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 emoji and it's like do your values align with what she's putting out there well, clearly it does and you posed the question earlier where you're like i don't understand why these activist <clears throat> teachers you know why are these teachers that, be, that become these people that become teachers who are activists push this type of agenda and all i can think of immediately is that you know i, I had earlier i said like they don't have kids so they have your kids but also if you think about their abilities and their uh Let's just let's just say what they are capable of doing in the real world, you know, whether it's teaching or any other trade or whatever. Like what jobs? What jobs, right? They could uh, undertake aren't really all that. They're probably not that effective at them because what they're seeking to do is have some sort of authority, a moral authority, a, a power, a, a high ground over somebody, and who better than a defenseless, you know, uh, a, a malleable kid? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like just break their spirit and impose upon them all the brainwashing that you underwent. Yeah, I have three good friends who are uh, educators and that we all grew up in the same area. They're very uh, they're very grounded in what they believe in. It's like, we're here to get a fucking job done. And they're all little uh, toddler teachers too. So it's like, this is a point. In, so they're, they're not worried about brainwashing the kids with like gender. Oh, no, no. One's white and two, two are Mexican and they're all the same as far as like, discipline listen pay attention let's get this out of the way then we can play it let's learn let's read let's write let's do these things and then we can go have some fun outside or whatever and that's kind of what i i mean it's fortunate and unfortunate some people look at the small town usa thing as like oh gross but then when you grow up in it you're like oh my god it's so much better for you mentally than a lot of the city life or a lot of the other uh, even surrounding areas that you might have to endure certain education systems or you, you can't pick or whatever the fuck right it's just a matter of life i don't know it sucks yeah, so pull up uh, Steven Crowder, man. Uh, he went to University of North Texas, right? Mm -hmm. Where they recently shouted out, like they shut down uh, a conservative speaker. Um, but pobrecitos, man, these, these parents are paying all this money. They're sacrificing to send their kids to college. Y luego con estas babosadas y mamadas, 
Did you see any of this? Because it's a two part. I saw a couple of little clips where like a, a kid sat down with him. He's like, well, you know. And he's like, did you hear what you just said? You just said male. Yeah. And they like, he got a, a shake thrown at him, you know, before it all started and they, people were they, going wild. They're radicals, bro. The way, the tactics of the left. Uh, we're going to be talking more about that on RPT in weeks to come. But their tactics are always bully you yeah. into submission and call you names so that you shut up. So part two just dropped an hour ago. I'm just seeing it. Uh, apparently, a Rolling Stones journalist takes a seat with him. Oh, That's the one that just dropped. So this is the one... To be told, like, if they identify as male, that they are not. Yeah. Um, and so ah, I see you that... Just, you just said male. Uh-huh. That's sex. Sex. That's not gender. Oh, sorry. Whatever is the gender No, you term. can't keep it straight, can you? I mean, it's... it's I will Because it's silly. It's a little silly, isn't no. it? So this guy sits down, right? Trans women, which is societal. It's not biological. Sports are separated yeah, yeah, by yeah, yeah, yeah. biology. Okay. That's why there are male-female divisions. Yes. And up until recently, male-female divisions, men's and women's divisions, they were always separated yeah. by biology. Uh -huh. And you're suggesting that it would be uh, more conducive to an accurate assessment here by using a gendered term rather than biological. Okay, I see your point now, yes. Um, so I would concede to you on that as far as like the distinction. I'm fine with the wording if that is sort of your, you know... Um, well, I want to understand yeah. your position because yes. you just said that gender and sex are different. Yes. And my issue is with, uh, I don't care if someone wants to identify. Yeah. Right? If they want to identify uh, as a woman yeah. in society, yeah. that's a totally separate issue. We're yeah. talking about sports, which, which have been separated by biological sex. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yes. We're talking about biological males who yes. are now okay. dominating yeah. biological females. Okay. So, my point of contention with what you just said there would be that biological males are dominating biological females mm -hmm. I have not seen that play out um, obviously there's a few cases here and there but I can easily just make the argument that Leah Thomas came in eighth in one of her races and came in fifth in another one um, and, and so I would and set ask, the record in one yes and for set sure. the record with a time that would have ranked not even the top 500 yeah right not even the top 500 male rankings yeah uh, for the 500 meter not even the top 800 for the 200 meter which I believe is what Leah Thomas won you're saying the record he set when he was the racing women. The record that he set as a race with women, yeah. Would not even register. Ranking the top 500. With and men. how does that further your point? Well, the point is there, this is someone who was competing as a male. Yes. Was a middling to low end of the pack yes. male. Yes. And is now a champion female. My argument to that would just be that the reason why he was middle of the pack was because he was on hormones. And no, because no, he had already before. begun. He had begun to transition while he was competing against men, as far as I was aware. No, and certainly, and if you would argue that, it would certainly only be at the tail end, not for the entirety of his. It's really worth watching. It's a fascinating episode. This kid's 21 years old. Uh, he sat down for the entire, no one else wanted to sit down. He's the only one that sat down for the chance, for this part. Well, well he's a smart kid. Yeah. He's a well-versed kid, and, and you kind of see, like, kind of the way he knows how to debate, and, and, you know, he's a good vocabulary and things like that, but... Basically, man, these social sciences got a hold of him first, and yeah. and I can't wait to watch this entire thing just to see if his mind gets changed a little bit. Because Steven Crowder is a smart motherfucker, and he knows how to debate. Yeah. Um, okay. So here's part two. Let's just watch the first couple seconds of this one that just dropped an hour ago from this recording. Med and CBI, um, and like this is a medical journal. So I mean, you know what? Okay, you know what? Just I hold it up for me. Hold anyone it up for me. 0.0018%, almost 100 times lower than Fausto Sterling estimate of 1.7. So it is because they're. Like, can you hold that up to the camera? 
Biological males should not compete back to in women's sports. Of our Change My Mind installment, specifically on the uh, top. Stephen Monticelli. All right, that's okay. We're we're comfortable with our masculinity. The more you can move in, the better. So All right, so we can actually. Oh, you got the mic on the desk. Oh, there you go. Here, I'll yeah, have it on you. That? Your name is Stephen. That's right, Stephen. Monticelli is a contributing writer at Rolling Stone and the Daily Beast, where he specializes in leftist talking points and attacking college students. He's even made an appearance on CNN's New Day. That's right. Also, this noted Inspector Gadget impressionist who cosplays as Indiana Jones enthusiast had clearly been waiting for Change My Mind to come to UNT, the Harvard of Denton County, for quite some time, and he just couldn't hide his enthusiasm. All right, What good. a weirdo. Do you spell P-H or V? The V. Same way, very nice. Fewer right. letters means a cooler name. Uh, last name? Monticelli, I'll spell it for you. Okay. M-O-N-A-C-E-L-L-I. <laughs> so, German. Italian. Boy, missed all of that one. Missed it by that much. Just a little bit, but you know, both of those countries have a certain history for a certain type of politics, but we're not here to talk about that today. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I don't know how I got that one wrong. It's almost like, uh, almost like I wasn't even trying. Oh look, the sense of humor mobile. It's not stopping here. So, Steve. Steven, Steve, how do you prefer? Steven. By the way, I like this uh, this jacket. Can I? Thanks. Yeah, go for it. Is it a raincoat or is it's it just, just a... like a co cotton jacket? Been like I guess surplus. Okay. <laughs> the whole outfit works. Thanks. Um, so, Stephen, I don't know how familiar you are at all with uh, what we do, what this uh, kind of installment is, but it's basically a way where we can hopefully rationalize our positions on controversial topics. A lot of the times, we generally like to avoid. Now, spoiler alert: this is about to go sideways very quickly. So uh, today's topic is one obviously we planned for a while, but now it's in the news because of Leah Thomas. I don't believe that biological uh, males should be allowed to compete with women, biological females in women's sports. Uh, if you uh, disagree with me, uh, more than happy to hear your case and let you change my mind. So I guess before we get into it, what is your definition of the term biological female? Is that something that would include people who are assigned female at birth that were born intersex. So this is interesting that you're bringing up this point intersex. You're talking about the 0.01% of the yeah, it's population. It's about 1.5, 1.7, because there are surgeries that are done to babies when they're babies, when they're born, yeah. and then they assign them a gender. So let me address two different points here. Sure. First off, what I'm saying with biological males and females is the overwhelming majority of people, uh, of course, across the globe since the beginning of time who are born as a male, born as a female, you can go not only by chromosomes, but secondary sex so characteristics. Like, if there's a, on, are there 100 people here? Hold on, let me finish. Uh, and then I'll address your second point. Okay. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. So doctors, for example, fill out male or female. Now we're talking about sex, right? We're not talking about identified gender. I'm assuming that you would agree so that sex agree is a biological a term and gender is there's a, there's a social a difference between I understand that's how gender theory is presented, certainly in gender studies on college campus. Sure. With intersex, it's about 0.01% of the population, and the vast majority of them... Once again, it's... The vast one, majority of them don't require any kind of a sex change. That's actually not an accurate statistic. It is an accurate statistic. I can pull up I don't the make Google all the references available. Right now, it's 1.5%. 1.5%. So he's trying to argue, like, hermaphrodite yeah, is intersex. A very small percentage of them 
are improperly assigned with a primary sex at birth. They usually yeah, have primary sexual characteristics, okay? So, so primary sexual characteristics, and very few have to end up going with some kind of a sex change operation later in life. Because it's often that? done when they're children or when they're babies. Right, or they're assigned male, female at birth. Even so, if so, is, so yeah, I guess doctor. that's what I'm trying to get at. Are you talking so about what I'm doing with, So we, if we separate that intersect. That I don't think that your presentation actually encompasses. And furthermore, I just encompassed it. so if people so you, what are allowed, so that someone who is born with both female and male sex characteristics. There you go. Now you've got it. Yeah. So yeah. And then there are the surgeries that are done you just to them. The box. But someone would have to ask them that. Yes. So are you proposing that people are asked that? What I'm saying is if someone is intersex, let's allow that to be an exception. So how let's do say we that someone who's intersex that can compete case. in any division they want to. How do we know? They that would have to declare if they're intersex. So you're asking. And it would be submitted, they would obviously be examined by a doctor, just okay. as the women are in women's sports and men yeah. are in men's sports. Just as they have to submit to not only blood sampling for drug tests. Mm -hmm hair follicle sampling, often nail scrapings, right? We both know that physicals are conducted mm -hmm. in all sports to separate for what? Sex, right? To separate for weight? This guy's retarded. To separate for... When I was playing sports I, when I was a kid, no one ever inspected my genitals. Really? No. You never had to turn your head and cough? Well, that wasn't for doing sports. That's called a physical. That's a medical thing that was separate from so, being able to do sports. So, idiot. So y'all go check this out, man. Steven Crowder, he has this series called Change My Mind. And I'm curious how the fool's gone wild crowd. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Little Mr. E, George Lopez, like just the Chicanos, like, orale, we're Democrats por vida, and you're a sellout if you watch Steven Crowder. Yeah. To all that crowd, are, how, where do y'all stand on this? Like, they've been very quiet on this right because they fuck around start getting accused of being conservative like start having some common sense like where does fools gone wild george lopez john logazamo john logazamo you can already tell he's gonna be like déjalos it's whatever you identify lopez you know he's mexican-american he might be like eh, i'm gonna shut the fuck up about this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pull out the pom-poms just yet Right. So I'm curious, like everybody who's still like all your tias and tios and the grandmas and the moms and everybody that watches Univision all day. And they're just like, no, mijo, Biden, he's doing his best. And like, do you why is it that why is it that it's always folks on the left that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like it, they, it, <clears throat> is it po real quick? Is it possible to be like, well, I like Democrats and I like Democrat policies, but this trans thing doesn't really make sense to me like i'm curious yeah i don't know that a lot of people that you ask will know any policy that they like from anybody on the left uh because there's that guy there's a lot of people but you do the man on the street type of things and you talk to the active uh political active college age you know 20 somethings mid mid to early 20 somethings they'll say like yeah i love kamala harris right or i love the biden administration and, and what they're doing and they're like okay what specifically and like well, and it's just like crickets. Like they really don't know anything. But it's like you're in. You've been pigeonholed into this box for a long time. It's your identity. It's your identity, and to be forced out of it. At, at my assumption is that they feel like they're being forced out of it, and they don't want to relinquish that. They don't want to be like, no, you put you pushed me out of this box because clearly it's kind of it sucks, right? But what do I do? What do I say? And they just they're doubling down on it. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's a good thing to understand both sides of an argument. Yeah. Like for example, we're not going to be like. Hooray, whatever DeSantis says, because he's the Republican, and we like the way Florida does things, and we're not even going to know. It's kind of like, let me hear how you frame it and what you're saying it is, and mm -hmm. what does it really say, and then let me hear how you're trying to spin it, and you're trying to frame it. So basically, with the Florida thing, it's either anti-grooming, 
parental rights, transparency about the curriculum, and K through third grade, you're going to leave all that queer studies rhetoric out. Yeah. Whereas the left and these type of people that are trying to argue with Crowder, they're on the side of, you know, you could just, you're fluid and you could just identify and, you know, the restrooms and the locker rooms and it's okay for a second grader to have a discussion with their teacher. Like, dude, have you seen South Park lately? No. <clears throat> okay. I was never like a huge South Park enthusiast, right? It's if probably you, top if, three greatest shows ever. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm, I'm a motherfucking enthusiast, right? <laughs> I haven't seen enough episodes now to where I could really tell you, but... THC mixed with South Park. The best, right? I mean, they're tackling relevant topics that are timely and current, and they're they're making fun. Like they there was one where uh where um South Park started blowing up because all the yuppies from the big cities wanted to move to South Park <laughs> and make it cool. And did you see that one? I saw parts of it. And yeah. Cartman's mom became a realtor and she's like, I need to find a way to pay the rent. So I have to sell these overpriced real estate. And, and Cartman is like, Mama, is dumb as bitch ever lived. Like, <laughs> she's so dumb. She hide the hell. Being a realtor, that must be, anybody can do that. You know, if my mom could do it. Yeah. So then he became a realtor. He started competing against the agency. And um, anyway, they're tackling things like like that, like the gentrification yeah. and the yuppies moving in. You should go back and watch a South Park movie. Uh, the one about ago. the pandemic or another? No, no, okay. way back in the day. Because the one about the pandemic, Homeboy was fucking the pangolin. He mm -hmm. fucked the bat. Yeah. And Mickey Mouse was in there. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna... Dude, it's so good. I used to play the, I used to have that game on PlayStation, like the original South Park game. It's so inappropriate. I don't know how I got it. But anyway, yeah. uh, what do we want to wrap up with? We got a couple of bullet points there that we, we hadn't gotten to. All right. We'll end it with a feel good story. I think the Kyrie Irving standing up for freedom is a good positive you know, sports. Anyway, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, that, it's so funny because this guy's been, I mean, he's such a star, right? He's a fucking star basketball player and he's just been picked and he's, on. And he stood, he stood his ground. He did stand his ground and he's, in my opinion, winning right they now. They didn't force the him. Of this season for me was never to um, just take a stand. It was really to make sure that I'm standing on what I believe in and freedom. Freedom. I don't think that's a word that, um, gets defined enough in our society about the freedom to make choices. It ends? It's not me. It's them. Oh, they Whether that carries over into uh, nuances of our society that, uh, you know, politicians control, the government controls, or um, things people that are in power, the powers may be, right, that control. Um, I'm standing for freedom. So that's in all facets of my life. And there's nobody that's enslaving me. There's nobody telling me that what I'm going to do with Ooh. my life. And that's just the way I am. And if I get tarnished, you know, in terms of my image and people try to slander my name continuously because, uh, you know, that's, those aren't things that I forget. You know, I haven't forgotten anything that anybody said. I don't read everything, but I definitely read some things that put my family's name in a certain position that I believe are unfair. I've been discriminated against. You know, people have said things that have been biased They've, they've gone against um, their own morals and uh, where we live in today. I, I have such a strong moral code of just being honest, being truthful, following God's guidance, God's guidance and just living with the results. But um, in terms of that, that's a selfless. I'm a servant, so I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable being in that position. <sighs> Powerful message. I want to take that audio and I just want to like, some b-roll you know what i'm saying like like 
Like, dude, I could relate. He, he's like the uh, he's like the black Chingo Bling, bro. Dude, had you seen this clip? I I think I saw parts of it. But yeah, this is like black Chingo Bling. When bro. I watched it, I was like, damn, that's spot on. I mean, because it, it you were it like, takes, damn, bro, that's black Chingo Bling. It, I did honestly because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, you, you got to be comfortable with the position because it's not an easy position to take and it's not an easy road to overcome and it's been bumpy for a while. And I, I've been discrimi- I've been discriminated against a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I've never been discriminated before for being Mexican, but now I'm discriminated against. Look, if you're comfortable in that position and you understand that you're a servant of God and you understand what, what's going to happen with this position and you have that message in front of a national audience, you can't feel bad about yourself. I mean, I feel like, bro, like a black man talking about freedom the way he was and knowing that a big part of black community is vax hesitant, mm-hmm. right? Knowing that he's a star, you know, I, I wonder... Like, how did how did black folk take it? How do black folks see Kyrie Irving? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is it kind of like I respect that he stood his ground? You know, they couldn't punk him and force behind him. closed doors. I would say. I mean, I don't know. I'm just obviously it's a, it's a, it's not a monolith, right? So you're gonna have you know the whole tep crowd is gonna be like fuck yeah, don't take that shit. Yeah. You know you're gonna have Officer like Tatum. You know. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Exactly. So you got you got a, a whole gamut of different type of uh, opinions and stuff. But like, uh, my thing is this, that should be so much more viral. There should be way more attention on what he's saying. And and too bad you have all these like paid talking heads that are like, he's being selfish and you know, everybody got to take the jab. And you know, the medicine is free and effective and Fauci said, and, and we done moved on to the next crisis. Meanwhile, this man is still standing his ground. He's still unjabbed, still the pure blood. <laughs> out here you know what i mean the mayor the mayor had to switch his tune like well fuck it then this don't make no sense then you got kevin durant and other places uh players saying how does this in que like how does this make sense that you got him sitting on the sideline on away games or whatever or he could be in the venue shaking hands with the other players but he can't play bro have you heard it's skipping it's escaping my name but the gentleman who was a, a rockets draft pick who was on who's like who was bannon's co-host the other day who's running against yeah, Mo- maurice, maurice white yes have you uh we probably haven't but let me just suggest listening to his episode on tim pool last oh, i heard it was great i haven't heard that oh my god it's so good yeah he's awesome man he's awesome maurice white i mean he's somebody <clears throat> who really stands up for what he believes in he's representing the real he's the one that talking about the uh the uyghurs and all that um he played in the the big three league uh for cube and uh just very smart he i mean super smart he understands all this transnational apparatus like he understands nike and the slave labor and how they play these little games with kaepernick and how they're kowtowing to china he he was very vocal about the the olympics and um the jab and all this stuff but people like maurice white I think on Twitter his name is like at Highway Thirty or something like that. Highway, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's running. He's running in Minnesota against Ilhan Omar and them. He he calls out the radicals. He goes out into the community and explains to people this is what's going on. This is what I'm about. This is what they're about. These are the results you're gonna get with their type of rhetoric and policies. But Kyrie Irving. It's like I want to go out and buy a jersey right now. <laughs> like you have Muhammad Ali had his era where he was talking about war and, and Islam and, and things like that and his beliefs. And, um, you know, you had, um, who was it that went in front of all the Nazis and shit? Like the, uh, was it Jesse Owens or, you know, like American gold mm. medalists. Like these are pivotal moments yeah. in our history. And Kyrie Irving, like, is a motherfucking hero. 
Like he's standing up for freedom. He's like, bitch, you're not going to force me. You're not going to gaslight me. You're not going to bully me because that's how the left works. They'll, they'll fucking drag your name in the mud. They'll assign a whole narrative. First of all, if Kanye West had slapped the shit out of Chris Rock for making a Kim Kardashian joke, he'd be in cuffs. Oh, yeah. He wore the red hat before. He did, once you wear the red hat and once you say, you know what? I don't think Trump is that bad. Get ready. You got a motherfucking target on your back. That goes for comedy venues, comedy clubs, certain managers. That goes to, uh, I mean, you fucking name it. These run-of-the-mill, fly-by-night, fair-weather fans that are so fucking brainwashed, they'd rather take the side of gender studies than a motherfucker that's standing up for freedom, bitch. So that's why RPT is the shit. This is season number 12, episode 144. We've given y'all 12 dozens. 12 dozens and we didn't even get to talk about this uh ron DeSantis calling out the oscars we didn't with next episode we're going to talk about how the polls right now are historic and they're they're scaring the democrats right now with the trends between like blacks and hispanics and how they starting to wake up uh your boy peter ducey was asking biden some questions this motherfucker, oh, that's not what i said motherfucker that's what it seemed like you said yep. and you on the world stage really got us on the brink of some shit not to mention your son was the bag boy you was getting 10 percent, and the laptop was real um mtg is under attack again there's so much going on title 42 uh we have some special guests coming up on the next few episodes but we're we're debating giving y'all three episodes a week um more shows, more content. Legalized Freedom Tours coming in hot. Next stop, West Palm Beach. I just dropped a new single. It's called Come and Take It. I'm talking about the Second Amendment. I'm talking about the freedom to have your motherfucking brandish a weapon and protect your household. Um, this is what we're about, man. This is legalized freedom. You know, I don't know what else to tell you, bro, because it's going to have to get to the point where these fake-ass big homies lead you astray and you over here championing weird rhetoric Meanwhile, you got a couple people trying to speak up, but you want to be brainwashed thinking like, oh, they're sellouts. They want to be white. Like, bitch, I am right in the middle when it comes to this constitution, populist, economic nationalist, America first, ho. How about that? How about that? Cash me outside. That's a great way to end it. I can't add anything to that. <laughs> and thank you to our sponsors. And uh, shout out to the patrons, man. Y'all keep the show running. Patreon.com forward slash Red Piltamales. A lot of people listen and they just like to check out the free episodes. And that's cool. We appreciate y'all sharing the clips and telling your friends and enjoying it. Um, you know, pretty soon, I think things might get crucial in the world to where you may want to tune in to the conversations and what's going on. And you may want to like really do, do a deeper dive. We're going to talk a little bit more about like, like survival type shit. Mm-hmm. Families are going to have to start having these meetings with their other fa- Like, hey, who got eggs? Yeah. How, what are we doing about this? That surviving and then surviving monetarily. So the investing channel, we get, I'm getting requests, you know, since I start, we started it for more talks like that. So despite, you know, what you hear and what we talk about, you still have like the dollars losing value. Okay. We know this, but if you've got them, we got to know what to do with them in the interim so yeah. that we don't lose all of it. Yeah. People seeing their savings dwindle right before the eyes. Tax is about to go up. But hey, this is RPT and this is what we do, man. It's a it's a necessary conversation. It's an important conversation, in my opinion. Freedom is motherfucking monumental. So we thank you guys. And the least you could do is leave us a review and please tell a friend. Be like, hey man, you heard what Chingo and Rob talking about over there? That's what I challenge you, man. It doesn't cost you anything to show love. Tell a friend. If you have if you know somebody that, that has kids in the educational system, or if any of these subjects affect your life, which I know they do. The economy affects everybody. Tell a friend, and we thank you. Peace.